Welcome to Shouts of Grace Radio, practical conversations from God's Word hosted by Pastor Steve Pearson and Pastor Keith Radke of Redemption Hill Church in Eagle Mountain, Utah. At Shouts of Grace Radio, it's our purpose to encourage you to see the Bible as God's source of truth for everyday life and grace as the foundation for a genuine relationship with God. Now, let's join Pastor Steve and Pastor Keith for today's conversation. Welcome to Shouts of Grace Radio. We're glad that you've joined us today. This is Pastor Keith Radke here with Pastor Steve Pearson. We're both of Redemption Hill Church in Eagle Mountain, Utah. And uh, we're going to pick up a conversation we started on our last episode with Pastor Robert Marshall from Risen Life Church. Uh, But before we do, we want to remind you that you can obtain uh, previous episodes of Shouts of Grace Radio by visiting Shouts of Grace Radio. Dot com. That's shoutsofgraceradio.com. Uh, we host those episodes at the Redemption Hill uh, website. You can go to the iTunes or the Google Play Store, and you can download the Redemption Hill Utah app, and you uh, can find the previous episodes of Shouts of Grace Radio there as well. We're looking at some options for podcasting this as well, uh, but for now, uh, visit shoutsofgraceradio.com. Uh, to listen to previous episodes. And you will definitely want to listen to the last episode as we begin the subject of forgiveness with Pastor Robert. Pastor Steve, it's good to be back together today. Yes, it is. And also just a a quick reminder for those of you that may live in northern Utah County um, and you do not have a home church, uh, we would love to meet you and um, have you visit our church, uh, Redemption Hill. Um, You can go onto our website, redemptionhillutah.com, and you can get the directions. And we'd love to see you guys out on a Sunday morning. Absolutely. It's been a great experience just uh, watching God grow the church. Uh, we're coming up on our one-year anniversary as a church plan. Next we're, week. Next week. Isn't next, that exciting? Next week will be one year where we launched out. In fact, Pastor Robert was um, was was or is one of the pastors at Risen Life and, and laid hands on our team and, and sent us out. And so we uh, next week will be the, the first uh, one year since the first service wow. we had. And we've we've moved from the school now to where we're at now, and it's just God's doing a great thing, and and brought brought Keith and his team along, and really solidified some 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 leadership positions, and I am excited for what the next year um, yeah. w- will hold, and so maybe on our next episode we can even maybe we can even tackle something along yeah, those lines. That would so. be great. Yeah. Well, look what God has done, and uh, again we've got Pastor Robert Marshall uh, back here in the studio with us. It's good to have you with us today, Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. It's good to be with you guys. Yeah. So on our last episode, we wrapped up just talking about what forgiveness is, and kind of defining uh, even what it is by what it isn't. And that, that was super helpful that, you know, forgiveness is not forgetting and forgiveness is not meaning I'm trusting that person again, Mm -hmm. but forgiveness really has to do with aligning my heart, my attitude, and then my actions uh, from a point of faith with God's word. I mean, Jesus said, if you don't forgive the sins of other people, your sins won't be forgiven by the father. And there's no loophole to that. We have to forgive. And so I really appreciate Pastor Robert. I'm sure many listeners do what what you uh, shared on the last episode. And as we begin this episode, we kind of left off with the fact that you wrote a book about this. Would you just tell us in a a minute or two what what prompted you to write that book? And and then maybe where people can look up that book. (laughs) What prompted me was I recognized I had way too much unforgiveness in my own heart. When I started doing the study on what does it, what does forgiveness look like, um, my my wife and I run a ministry here in the state, and we put out a monthly newsletter, and so we've been putting it. We put it in that monthly newsletter as a serial uh, article, 
And at the end of that study, we compiled it into this book. But the reason we wrote it was because we had to learn about it, because we recognized we were carrying too much hurt and offense in our own Mm. hearts, and um, it was damaging our own walk with God. So it's not written in a a vacuum at all. Yeah. So it was born out of not just experience of having been hurt, but also the process of allowing God to walk you through that. Absolutely. Because there there is a point there, like, where there is value in how Christians— you know, come together as people come together to try to help one another work those out. But there is something that only God can do when it comes to not just how we forgive people, but processing the hurts that we've been through, the offenses that we've received. Maybe in your book, you've kind of laid this out. Obviously, people can look that up if they want to. They can go to lulu.com and look up Forgiveness by Robert Marshall. Mm -hmm. Um, But when when someone is is now trying to work through that process, what, what are some of the kind of simple things to remember that that you help um, encourage people to to allow God to do a work that only God can do. You know, when people say, I can't do this, I can't forgive, and I understand that. Grew up in a very abusive home and um, been dealing with it for the past nearly 60 years now. And so we understand completely how difficult this whole thing is. But one of the realizations that I had to come to on this was that if Jesus commands us to forgive, he looks at us and says, you forgive. And if you don't forgive, I will not forgive you. So it's a command. I have to forgive. We are not allowed to look at him and say, well, I just can't. I just can't forgive this one. It's just too much. Because if we're going to have a right view of God, of who he is, then we have to acknowledge that he knows everything. He's omniscient. He knows everything. He knows if I can or if I cannot. And he is a good God. Mm. He is never going to command me to do something that he in his omniscience knows that I cannot do. The parent who looks at the five-year-old and says, carry the Steinway up the stairs or I'm going to beat you, that's not, a, that's not a good parent. That's an abusive person. God is not going to command us to do something that he in his omniscience knows we cannot do. Mm. So it's reduced for me to the statement from Charles Finney who said, The command to obey implies the power to do so. If God, who is all-knowing and who is eternally good, commands me to do something, it means I can do it. Hmm. Because if he were to command me to do something he knew I could not do, that's not a good God. Hmm. Hmm. In his command that I forgive implies that it is possible to do it. If I can't do it by myself, that's fine. I come to him and say, God, I can't do this one. Hmm. You're going to have to do this through me. So it demands a greater dependence on his Holy Spirit. Hmm. Pastor Robert, thanks for thanks for being back again. Um, I want to talk about this pathway. I mean, I want to talk about, you know, I often refer to it as, as street level or pavement theology. Mm-hmm. You know, we can talk about our theology in a classroom. We can talk about it in a, in a, in a church house, but it's worked out in the trenches of real life, right? Mm-hmm. And so... Um, on this pathway, um, Proverbs eighteen nineteen says, a brother offended is harder to be won than a strong city. And, mm-hmm. and when we talk about offense, we talk about some very deep hurts that go very far into a person's, mm-hmm. um, into a person's heart. And, and as we talked about in the last episode, you know, the idea of forgiveness is a horrifying proposition to some people because it's, it's, it's as if in some people's minds they're, they're saying, I'm erasing the validity of what I'm feeling, mm-hmm. and, and, and you addressed that great. But I wonder if you can talk about, 
as you said in our last episode, forgiveness has nothing to do with the person who's done the offense, mm-hmm. but it has everything to do with my relationship with God. Right. But when it gets down to the street level, talk about the difference, that pathway now between um, or forgiveness, how, how forgiveness relates with, say, reconciliation, right? How, mm-hmm. how would you view reconciliation? Is 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 that have nothing to do with the person as well? I mean, what's that pathway look like to, you know, a healthy relationship? Here? Well, very, very good question. And these are things that people struggle with. The reality is, Jesus said, if you come to the altar and you remember that you're offended by somebody else, you forgive them. He didn't say go demand an apology. He said, you just forgive them. But then he said... If you come to the altar and remember you have offended someone else, go to them and seek their forgiveness. And so the first step that he tells us is when we have offended someone else, we have to go to them and talk to them about it. Mm-hmm. Admit it. We, we, my wife and I have three letters, OAC, own it, apologize, and work for consistency and change. Mm-hmm. OAC, on approved credit, own it, apologize, and consistency. And so when we have offended, it is our responsibility to go to them and acknowledge it. I hurt you. I admit that. I offer absolutely no excuse. I'm sorry, but is not an apology. It's an Mm. excuse. We offer no excuses. I did it. Might not have done it as far as what you're, you know, your hurt is a little bit more than what I did. I understand that, but I'm not going to worry about that right now. I'm just going to own what I did and apologize for it and ask you, would you please forgive me? That invites them into the forgiveness process. Would you be mm. a part of my maturity, my growing in stature with Christ mm. by asking them in? The reality is there are times when we have hurt people so deeply or the hurt that we did to them is so reminiscent of what someone else did to them years before mm. that they are still hurt by mm. that they look at us and say, no, I don't want to have anything to do with you. Mm. You, you. you said something in the last episode that I really appreciated. You, you said it's you know, forgiveness doesn't mean that we have to trust them mm-hmm. again, right? And and one of the things that I've I've really you know learned and kind of grown um, in listening to you over the last year and a half is um, um, God kind of showed me that that forgiveness, as you said, has nothing to do with the person. It has everything to do with me and the Lord. But reconciliation mm-hmm. is something that does require both parties sitting down and listening to the offense. Because yep. if I'm going to be reconciled, I mean, and, and, and I think Scripture paints the picture, when we're to be reconciled to God, we are actually to sit and reason with God. We're to listen to what the Lord has against us. And it's basically the picture of two individuals coming to the table, and let's throw everything out on the table, and let's find out, you know, what where the offense is. Now, obviously, you know, God hasn't offended us, but, but the picture is that there, there's this mutual communication and i'm owning like what you said i'm owning what i can own and that person is owning what they can own to me that is reconciliation but going a step further just because i'm reconciled to somebody camping off of what you said in the last episode doesn't mean i'm restored to them that is there is a huge difference because restoration has at the nucleus of it trust gained back when i restore a car i'm restoring it back to what it was if i'm going to restore a relationship i'm restoring it back to what it was and that is oftentimes pastor robert correct me if i'm wrong that that takes a little bit of time absolutely one of the statements that we use frequently is forgiveness is granted trust is earned Hmm. and trust takes time you're the one who taught me the three words that I'm going to use from now on, forgiveness, reconciliation, and restoration. You taught me. I just actually put them in. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But um, the, those are three different things. And 
it is possible to to forgive somebody and them not be involved in the process at all, to be reconciled to them. If we actually get an apology from somebody, man, what a blessing that is. Hmm. How many times do we get an apology from someone and then we look at them and say, well, that's just not good enough. What do you hmm. want for crying out loud? You know, <laughs> what, you want blood. That's what we want. No, 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 no. Reconciliation is the ability to say, admit there has been a problem here. I hmm. own my part. I am sorry for it. You own your part. You're sorry for it. Good. God puts us back together. We'll do it. But that's the result of time. Forgiveness mm-hmm. is granted. Trust is earned. Amen. And that's what leads to the restoration, if that's possible. I think that's a great, that, that's actually a great point because so our listeners understand what we're saying is forgiveness is a non-negotiable. We, we are forgiven by God. We keep that in our, in our scope. And that is why we forgive others. Reconciliation is when both parties would come together and we would come to an agreement. We would own what we did. And and here's here's the bigger issue, though. The offense can be so great that reconciliation is possible, but restoration is not. And because the hurt goes deep. And, and it may be that God over time does that work of restoration, but the reality is it may not be as well. You're listening to Shouts of Grace Radio with Pastor Steve Pearson and Keith Radke. At Shouts of Grace Radio, we're thankful for the encouragement from Key Radio, reaching Utah on the airways with good news of eternal life from their station in Provo, Utah. Key Radio can be found online at keyradio.org, and your support of Key Radio makes programs like Shouts of Grace Radio possible. Now, let's join Pastor Steve and Pastor Keith for the conclusion of today's conversation. So as we're talking about restoration, one of the things, Pastor Robert, that just crossed my mind is reconciliation does also mean an acknowledgement of the offense. Correct. And how to live with that still being a part of the story. Right. Because you said previously that forgiveness is not forgetting. That's right. That's an unbiblical concept. For right. us to, to say that you must forgive and you must forget, right? Mm-hmm. So, so reconciliation. Now, there's there's two parties that have acknowledged the offense. We've made an agreement to to essentially rebuild a res, uh, a relationship uh, based um, on both the the new direction that mm-hmm. we need to take, but also acknowledging that before before the offense, there was a relationship worth having. Yeah. In my relationship with my wife, we've been married for 37 years now. There are times that she has offended me so deeply that I have offended her so deeply that it would be easy to look at it and say, this cannot be repaired. We're Christians. (laughs) And in order to act like that, we have to be willing to grant forgiveness and pursue not only in a marriage reconciliation, but also restoration. In order to help affect that, we've made some rules. There are some... There are some issues, there are some things that I've done to her and her done to me that we look at each other at the end of it and say, okay, here's our rule. You can ask me anything you want, I will answer it completely, and I will not get angry. Hmm. And there are some issues that 30 years later, if I want her to walk in forgiveness, in release of bitterness and offense toward me, I'm going to have to be willing to hear that same stupid question one more time answer it completely, not have any defensiveness or anger about it. Because if I want her to walk in forgiveness, just like God wants me to walk in forgiveness, I have to grant her that. I acknowledge, I hurt you. What mm-hmm. I did was offensive for you. And now I want you to walk in freedom from that. I will bear the burden of hearing that problem again. 
addressing it again so that we can come not just to reconciliation, but to complete restoration in that relationship. So acknowledging, I mean, the, the history is still there. The history is history. That history will not change. We can't, this isn't the public school system. Right. We cannot rewrite that history. <laughs> it, it did happen. It did happen. You know, one of the, one of the things that, <clears throat> that I, I firmly believe now, you know, is, and, and I, I share this with, with the congregation of Redemption Hill is, I believe there ought to be, um, you know, in every person's, in every Christian's life, there ought to be, number one, somebody who is mentoring them, somebody who is a few miles down mm-hmm. the road, who's mm-hmm. been there, who's done it, and who can really give give a lot of guidance and wisdom. Number two, there ought to be an iron sharpens iron relationship, somebody that you're walking side by side with. And then number three, I think there should always be a discipleship, um, you know, kind of a, a thing inside everyone's life where they have somebody that they're mentoring themselves and discipling. I think that's a healthy threefold mm-hmm. kind of, uh, kind of um, you know, presence in every person's life. Um, Pastor Robert, you, you came alongside and mentored me during a time when when there was a lot of turmoil, inner turmoil, um, and and you had said something to me um, that I really appreciate and I've held on to. Um, you had experienced something similar of a situation, you know, oh, 35, yeah. 40 years ago, mm-hmm. and 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 I was coming down on myself because I felt like forgiveness would be displayed in my life by me just moving on, and the fact that it was still there, the fact that those feelings and emotions would come up. I was drawing the conclusions. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm not forgiving. I'm not in. And, and you had even shared that your experience, thirty-five, you know, forty years mm-hmm. later, it's still a wound. It's yeah. still, you know. Can, can you maybe encourage some of the listeners that are struggling with that, and they're, they're saying, "I want to forgive. I do want to forgive." Mm-hmm. We touched a little bit on it last episode, but, but the reality is, it's there for them. They can't deny it, mm-hmm. and, and it's not going away. Yeah, that, that is such a good point because that hurt does linger. There are different levels of bruises. One's just a surface bruise, but there's a bruise that goes all the way to the bone. And those have to be ministered to, dealt with differently. Mm. There's a depth of hurt that does take time. And my encouragement to people is every time that thing comes up, you have a heart that's willing to forgive. You want to do right. You want to be Christ-like in this situation. My encouragement is that every time that thing comes up again, use it as another opportunity. The devil wants to use it to beat you up. What you intended for evil, God intended for good. I'm going to take what you intended for evil, and I'm going to make it a righteous act and beat you up with it. Every time it comes up, we confess again, Father, I forgive, fill in the blank. For, fill in the blank. They are yours. I have carried this too long. I forgive them in Jesus' name. Now you punish them or let them go. They are not my problem. Every time it comes up to do that again, because when it comes back up, it's either the devil trying to beat us up, and so we forgive him mm-hmm. to defeat him at his tactic, or it's God letting us know there's another area here that you were not aware of. We want to walk in complete cleanness in front of him. Mm. Thank you, God, for showing Amen. it to me. You know, I've, I've, found, I've found something, uh, Keith, that's very true in the body of Christ. The power of an apology is extremely powerful, both mm-hmm. for the one giving it and for the one receiving it. Mm-hmm. I've had people that I have been tremendously um, upset and disappointed with have realized, have come to me, and not, not because I was looking for it, but God put it upon their heart. They came to me, they apologized, and within the body of Christ, under the umbrella of the cross, there's something supernatural that happens for both people. For me, it's, mm-hmm. it's like it just it melts your heart. You're like, 
Oh, I, yeah. I get it. And that's, I think, what Pastor Robert was talking mm-hmm. about in really, truly forgiving somebody because when they come to be reconciled, it's not like you're holding a continuous debt over their, over their head. You're like, oh, thank you. But also for the person issuing the apology, this yeah. is important too. It is so freeing. It is so liberating to stand in front of the one you've offended and to have them say, I forgive you. It's mm-hmm. almost like there's this, there's this, this you know, light that bursts forth and just penetrates into our reality that, that God has, has penetrated the darkness and he started things new, kind mm-hmm. of a new growth. And, and I just want to encourage our listeners you know, if, if if you're holding on to to a reluctancy to say I'm sorry, I want to encourage you to really dive into this idea. It will free you and it will free the person, the other person, to allow God to minister and to move. Absolutely. Yeah, there's there's experiences that we go through that we you know, we're framing the whole concept of forgiveness and dealing with the hurt. Then there's our emotions, which mm-hmm. are just, I mean, they're crazy. They're mm-hmm. like the weather every day in Utah, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But there's there's another level here that Paul has to say, hey, don't set your mind on earthly things, right. but set your mind on heavenly things that when we do what you said, Pastor Steve, when we give or or we receive that apology and the forgiveness that goes with that, something supernatural truly happens because we are saying from a point of faith, God, I'm trusting you for what I can't see, for what I can't control, um, for for things that have happened that I can't change. Right. Lord, I trust you in this. And God is not silent in those situations, and God does not sit back just kind of watching it all happen. He is very involved in that process. And so what we're doing when we're believing him and saying, Lord, regardless of the experience, regardless of my emotions and all that goes in that package, um, Lord, I'm going to trust you that I'm going to give that forgiveness. I'm going to receive that forgiveness. I'm going to give that apology. I'm going to own this for myself. Mm-hmm. It, it is amazing to watch like people's even health conditions change because they've let go of Mm -hmm. bitterness. The discernment, the ability to discern what God is doing in their life, like it's turned back on because they've let that go. And so I think that there's this, there's this level of, 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 of that unseen involvement of God that is just as tangible as us sitting across from the other person and receiving mm-hmm. or giving that forgiveness. Wow. You know, I honestly, you guys, I, I believe that's probably a word for somebody listening. Mm-hmm. I, I believe there's probably somebody who is on the cliff of wanting to um, really reach out and, and sort of speak, bury some hatchets with some, with some old, some old, uh, mm-hmm. you know, corals and, and, and really embark on this, this new, this new mm-hmm. venture of, of faith and forgiving somebody. So I want to encourage those listeners, man, if, if, if that's you, and I believe that for, for some that is do it, the power of an apology. And it doesn't matter who goes first. Somebody's got to go first. Yep. Yeah. Right. And you might find that if you step out and take the step of faith first, then that person will come to you and say, man, I was wanting to do this for a long time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, well, if that's you and you're listening, we'd love to hear from you and even pray with you if that's what you need. Would you visit us at shoutsofgraceradio.com? There's a way to not only listen to previous episodes, but also uh, to contact us because we want to hear from you. We want to help you if possible. And if you're listening to this and you're plugged into a good, healthy church, we encourage you you know, to find find a mature believer and, and, and be willing to kind of walk with somebody, as Pastor Steve was saying. Say, hey, listen, I don't know how to do this. Would, would you at least help me find the right direction? Of course, Pastor Robert's also written a book mm-hmm. uh, called Forgiveness, Journey to the Center of the Hurt. Um, you can find that at lulu.com just by searching uh, for Forgiveness, Robert E. Marshall. 
And uh, Pastor Robert, it has been such a blessing to have you today yes. in this conversation. Thank well, you so much. I appreciate you guys. You guys are doing a great job with this. I awesome. appreciate you inviting me. You're a blessing to us, for sure. Thanks, blessing to our church. So, Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us on Shouts of Grace Radio. We look forward to being with you on our next broadcast. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Shouts of Grace Radio. Practical conversations from God's Word hosted by Pastor Steve Pearson and Pastor Keith Radke. We hope you've been encouraged to see the Bible as God's source of truth for everyday life and grace as the foundation for a genuine relationship with God. If today's conversation encouraged you in your journey following and learning more about Jesus, we would love to hear from you. You can visit us online at ShoutsOfGraceRadio.com. That's ShoutsOfGraceRadio.com. At ShoutsOfGraceRadio.com, you can listen to all of our episodes, share them online with your friends, and find out more about Pastors Steve and Keith. Shouts of Grace Radio is an outreach of Redemption Hill Church located in Eagle Mountain, Utah. Thank you again for joining us on today's show. And from all of us at Shouts of Grace Radio, it is our prayer that you would grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ.